Hello and welcome to episode 28 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Demo, and someone who's just smashed out two 60k close grip tricep press <laughs> right in front of my eyes. Well, two times 30. So well, yeah, yeah but there's no, one in each hand. Yeah, yeah, it was 60k altogether. Just... I was trying to pump you up then. I was pumped, but <laughs> it was very accuracy impressive. is important. <laughs> um, Mark. <laughs> that was the end of the bit I did. Okay. Uh, this is a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, conspiracy, and lots of stuff around potato-based snacks. Seems like a quite a theme, crisps, doesn't it? And it's a shame that you've actually given them up. But yeah, I don't want to. For wanna... someone who seems <laughs> obsessed by them, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. Think I like talking about them. Yeah, I don't want to stop talking about no. crisps. I think they're my favourite thing. We're all work in progress, and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives. And if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness, then our work here is done. Now, apart from asking for you know, email correspondence and affirmation and just general praise, we don't ask for a huge amount on this podcast, I don't believe. But um, if you'd like to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that would be most appreciated. Yeah. So coming up, in warm-up and stretch, we've got some, some catch-ups to do, bookmarks, apologies. Work-life ballet, we're going to pick up on some essentials and non-essential stuff off the back of last episode got the police in here it was just we trailed at the end of the last one didn't we mm-hmm. i'm a bit nervous well i just i just i've, I've put a big kind of yeah. asterisk next to it but we'll the, just go for it see what happens the gall what's the worst that could happen we'll get thrown in jail yeah <laughs> by the feds yeah um we've renamed our drop and give me 20 section just we've just had a business meeting yeah off mic <laughs> and like all good business meetings it was short and you went this is what i think we should call this section <laughs> and it was like i agree i concur yeah your honor and that's yeah. how uh that's how we work that's how we roll slick brevity so ne- yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we've now called this section brain food and in brain food we're going to be talking about sleep it's not necessarily an alternative view to sleep but we're going to look at maybe some aspect of it that not everybody looks at okay i don't know what you're going to say you but... don't so are you? This this is a bit odd, isn't it? Because we've mixed things up again. Yeah. It is Saturday, mm-hmm. but so, we have just trained. Yeah. Which has kind of thrown me a little bit. Because Thursday's training session was us talking for 58 and a half minutes. And then with a minute left, I went, let's do some bench press. <laughs> and I felt I didn't deliver as a personal uh-huh. trainer no. <laughs> after eight reps going. I certainly didn't deliver as well. a client either, no. did I? It was... Who'd have thought we'd spend all our time talking? Yeah, never happened before, has it? <laughs> and all my other clients are going, there's no shock there. <laughs> but it was good. Yeah, you enjoyed kind of, it? Yeah, I did, yeah. A bit different today yeah. for you, I guess, in terms of... Why don't you? Because we've never... This is, this seems We always talk about a lot of firsts in this, mm, don't we? Mm. But I've never actually trained with you. I no. took it in turns to do yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I just want to say thanks for, um, you know, being patient and putting on <laughs> no, the baby weights. It's good. It was good. It worked well. <laughs> I, I I got a workout just putting on your weights, <laughs> which is good. No, I think it's good to mix up. I said at the time, it's, it's. I know sometimes when I've been in the gym with different people and you learn things, and mm. I think it does motivate. You were lifting a hell of a lot more. Certainly, than a lot more before. than I did on yeah. Thursday. There's a little bit of honour there, wasn't there? I think there? there was that. Your kind of recovery bit is just as long as the other person's doing. Yeah. So yeah. if you kind of hurry that, but you're, you're straight in on, you yeah. no mucking about. Yeah. No, it's good. Um, so I have trained with someone before we took it in turns, but um, just not done it with, with you, mm. which was nice. No, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's whether I get an invite back, isn't it? That's the, <laughs> the awkward next bit, isn't it? So when we're training, oh, I'm really busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you can tell me. Yeah. 
It was okay. We'll do it again. Um, so how are you? All right? Yep. Yep. I don't think I even asked you that. Well, I might have done. I haven't asked you either. No, we haven't even done that earlier. We just kind of got on with it, didn't we? I think, like you say, it's been a bit of a mixed day because we probably asked each, we did ask each other before the training session how we were. Do we? And then we've just had a business meeting in the kitchen. <laughs> so there's only so many times that I actually give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you could, we couldn't even save it for this, could we? No. How are you? But we're both okay, are we? Yeah. Good weeks? feel like they're flying by. Mm. Don't know whether it's just when it goes dark everything just seems to speed up but i think sometimes for me my resume of the week tends to be the resume of the last bit of the week i can remember so the day before yeah we said that on a different cast i can't really remember monday tuesday friday Mm. friday was a good day yeah and today i've enjoyed so it feels like a good week but i think since you said that you can you can have a whole week defined by an hour can't you It's, it's in its only because you said that, I, I look out for that a little bit more. Yeah. So we mentioned um, Bill Casey, who mm-hmm. started off the moon landing conspiracy. All right, yeah. Um, and it was mentioned of the word pamphlet in there. And I just thought, that's really quite a nice word. I mean, I don't know how many kind of conspiracies are necessarily started by pamphlets these days, no. by a nice bit of print. There was a film, wasn't there, Conspiracy Theory, years ago, like Mel Gibson or something. Uh-huh. Was, yeah. He was kind of in a room, wasn't he, just printing stuff. And it was all, it was all paper, but, you know, it wasn't before the digital age. I don't know, there's something nice about that, isn't there? Pamphlet as a word is probably, I haven't heard it for a long time. But it, it feels like propaganda, doesn't it, yeah. pamphlet? Yeah, yeah. I guess, cause, is it because it's briefer than a magazine, a pamphlet? Is it? I don't know. Let me have a little, a little looky. So pamphlets consist of a single sheet of paper that is printed on both sides and folded in half, in thirds or in fourths called a leaflet, mm. or it may consist of a few pages that are folded in half and saddle-stapled at the crease, or oh, saddle-stapled at the crease, <laughs> to make a simple book. And did you know a pamphleteer is a historical term for someone who produces or distributes pamphlets, especially for a political cause? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one thought um, yeah. for the day. Ivorian doll. Now, <laughs> I had some editing to do on that yeah. on that one, didn't I? This is two episodes ago, yeah. now, wasn't it? But I, I just wanted to follow up on that and do a little bit of, re- not you didn't do your research, but you're right, I went and looked at uh, the playlist. Right. And on 11th of November 2020, it was pretty much, it was a lot like my edit, really, <laughs> apart from it didn't have beeps in, there were just, the words just were removed. Yeah. yeah. However, the content, and that's what we're talking about, was the actual content yeah. matter. Yeah. Was, you could still pretty much understand what they were saying yeah. and fill the gaps in for Well, yourself. even with the beeps, I was listening to mine and thinking, <laughs> it's obvious what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. But yeah, it was, and you think that's just over on, no one's talking about that yet. One word in that, in the fairy tale of New York and, you know, yeah. it's, getting yeah. pulled, it's getting pulled. So it's it's a real, real weird one, isn't it? The, 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 the whole, I mean, I know I was saying my views on censorship and you can't just put all your views in one sentence. But what I often think when I hear something that I question that's being played on the media, if someone in EastEnders stood in the pub and read what I read, EastEnders would get shut, even with the beeps. Yes. EastEnders would go, why is he standing at, yeah, yeah why is someone yeah. in EastEnders standing at the bar talking about oral sex and beep, beep, beep? Yeah, yeah. And yet it's acceptable, mm-hmm. but it isn't acceptable enough to play it without the beeps. So do you see what I mean? It's mm. almost like Radio 1 are going, we're going to play this because it's music. Mm. We're not going to play a lot of the words because we don't have yeah. those words. But inherently it's a song about, mm. and it's then going to be played at half past seven in the evening. Yeah. Play it on EastEnders and the whole country would be an outrage. I and mean, also having it on the kind of BBC sounds now, it is getting played anytime. So it's not about, yeah. there's no watershed. No, no. So anyone's got access to it. It just seems that, you know, one extra seems like the edgy. 
yeah. partner of, of Radio One, doesn't yeah. it? Where you just put all the naughty stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. And it's known for being edgy, so that's okay. I told but you, it's, I listen, it's definitely double standard. I listened to a podcast on BBC Sounds that is basically two DJs just swearing a lot and saying all the things we couldn't say on the BBC. Really? And they just swear loads and talk jibber jabber. It wasn't. It wasn't relevant to anything. It was oh. probably as mindless as ours. We're halfway there, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> we talk mindless jibber jabber. We just yeah. don't, maybe we need to swear more. But we're not getting paid by the BBC. <laughs> and, but it was almost like the point of the podcast mm. was to say words that we can't say on the radio. Oh, really? There wasn't a, anything inherently mm. different about it. And I just thought, yeah, there's edgy and edgy. Yeah. I mean, we use swear words in the traditional brilliantly, we don't brilliantly use, yeah. yeah they're not i'm trying to think of the word when you say they're, they're not, not sorry, gratuitous they're not, they're not punk i was gonna say they're not punctuation <laughs> okay F's and F's and like commas and things then you, you are in trouble aren't you here's a good one for you mm-hmm. fun fact on shagged married annoyed interestingly they put two they, asterisks they do. in shagged it's like really and, and they're yeah and they were on because i hadn't heard about them until i watched sunday breakfast and yeah. he was on with his wife yeah and um they put a bit of take because they brought a book out now. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll do the same <laughs> when we've made it, when we've had 50 odd million And in fact, downloads. the car's going to read a paragraph from my book, my <laughs> upcoming novel, wouldn't I? Yeah. Save that one. Yeah. Have you got it with you? It's in the car. Is it? But, but well, if, your laptop. Yeah, but if I read it there, you, you left your laptop hit, in the car. You wouldn't hear You don't it. know this area, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I love this area. All the gardens are so neat. Yeah, they are. They? It's very Stepford wise, right <laughs> here. Seriously. <laughs> I still wouldn't leave your laptop now. <laughs> the robots are good. My neighbours are right dodgy soft. Yeah. Does he listen to this? No. <laughs> I won't tell him about it. Um, sorry, were you saying fact, fun fact, sorry. Oh, shag married avoid. Yes, sorry. Avoid. Annoyed. Annoyed, yeah. Avoid. Whatever. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Good podcast. Quite funny. Um, read out quite a few things from uh, from listeners that were, were good, mm. entertaining. Okay. Gentle hint there. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> the guy said that he likes to sing... He was saying the songs he likes to sing along to in the car. And he said, there's that, there's that bit that obviously he's never going to say the N word. Yeah. Quite right. Um, but he said he doesn't want to just go beep every time it comes or just not say the word. Yeah. So he says fella. Oh, right. Instead, and yeah. he was just doing some lyrics and it's, it sort of takes it down to quite a nice level. Yeah. And he's yeah. like singing some, I think one of Jay-Z's songs has got it in the title and he was just going. Okay, just replace so, it. Yeah, and it's that's it's good. all right. It's And I think that's good. Yeah. I thought that was a... That works. He said, I can sing along. He said, it's, otherwise there's an embarrassing bit of not saying anything and then your head says that word. Yeah. Do you know I mean? You're hearing it inside. Yeah, then you might say it by mistake and no one really yeah. wants to say it, did they? So there was a bookmark. Mm-hmm. You asked me to... I demanded. I was so bloody light up myself. Yeah. <laughs> Super silly. That's not where I'm going, but I just take that standard these days. No, it's like, do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I did, didn't I? Reminded me of the, um, the secretary in The Rise and Fall of Reggie Perry. <laughs> <Right. laughs> um, Same dress. Well, no, there was, no, there was one that I took notes on. Um, I, I don't know, Reggie Perrin. We've had this chat before, haven't we? No, I remember Partridge and no Reggie Perrin. I remember the titles where he runs into the sea. You're so young. (laughs) Younger. Um, But I don't remember what what it was like. Okay. I don't... don't... Passed you by. Yeah. Okay. Um, You know, the two Ronnies was edgy when I was growing up. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you mentioned something about how the dollar is important now. And I was like, it's always been important. It's always been the thing that just has made everything tipped. No, bollocks. I'll tell you what, I'm just going to do a quick rewind. 
I've done some mindfulness. I was on a mindfulness course today. (laughs) And one of the things that came, we had an icebreaker. Yeah. And the icebreaker was, you go fofbok. Yeah. You shut your eyes. I think there was nine of us. And the facilitator starts with the number one. Mm. And of the nine people, you then call out two, three, four, and you try and get to 30. If two people say the same number at the same time, you go back to one. And it's an interesting... Right. So you're sitting there with your eyes shut, so there's no form of communication. Yeah. All sitting there in like a good mindful position. Facilitator goes one, then someone goes two, and then you're waiting. It's like, when am I going to say three? Right. And the feedback was very interesting because people were going, oh, I really failed because I said 11 at the same time as someone else. And it was interesting to describe that as failure. Mm-hmm. And also getting to 30 was was the aim. Mm. But what the facilitator said afterwards, this, she said, I always find it quite amusing where people say two numbers at the same time because I'm like watching you with your eyes and I can see your facial expression of disappointment and we go back to work. And she asked me my view of it. No, she asked a couple of people and one person said, oh, I was really nervous. And one said, I feel that I failed because I was twice I let the side down by saying the number the same, which is an interesting perception. It isn't fair. Mm. You've just said a number out loud. Mm. And she said, oh, Mark, what about you? And I went, I smashed it. And I don't, I know you don't like that phrase. <laughs> That's why I used it. And she said, why? And I said, well, I worked out. <laughs> and she went, is this competition, Mark? And I yeah. went, yeah. She went, it's an icebreaker. But what I worked out <laughs> was that if she did one, there was always a gap. So if I said two really quickly, yeah. like as literally as soon as she said one, yeah. I was safe. I got my two in. I was yeah. never going to clash. Yeah. Job done. Yeah. But she was explaining that icebreakers tend not to be competitive. They're more mm-hmm. about working as a team. Mm-hmm. The point I was going to make is that already in this podcast, <laughs> I've already been confrontational with you on everything. So I'm going to... Again, I don't know what your point is. <laughs> you 20... always make out as if my monologues have a point. I don't even know where this started. What was the question so... you just asked? <laughs> <laughs> I've just been saying things to kind of, you know, get you going, that's all. What were we talking about at the beginning of this? Taxes. I said the di- the dollar is all important. Oh, no. and I, Yeah, and I disagree with that. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Look back at people like Bourneville, for example, or Procter & Gamble. Uh-huh. Two companies based, I know Bourneville, I think Procter & Gamble might have been built on Quaker background, definitely an altruistic background, but Bourneville... Bourneville is Quaker land, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's Quaker land, and that's mm. why when you go up, it's impossible. I went to a conference centre there, and you can never find a pub, because the way it's built, there mm. has to be a certain... There is one. Well, I did my foundation in art and design in Bourneville, right. so I spent a year there, and we found a pub. <laughs> within, <laughs> no, there, there is a pub there, but it has to be <laughs> a ha- distance. You have to walk to it yes. out of the village of, yes. of Bourneville. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, but that was set up to help the workers. That was set up. That wasn't all yeah, about the I mean, it was, was Yeah, your biggest kind of, you know... That the village was built for the people that worked at the chocolate yeah. factory. And in fact, not even Bourneville. If you think where I, I don't live, know. Yeah. It's, it's hard. There's a big distance between the pubs. And if you think of the roads going up towards Bromley Heath, Quakers Road, Quakers Close, there's a Quaker meeting hall in French. Oh, is there? And th- there's not a lot of pubs. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, I think, something like Bourneville or Procter and Gamble, who did um, Port Sunlight. I think it's but down it's towards weird. Liverpool. And it was set up for the workers, a high standard of accommodation and altruistic... Yeah, it wasn't but all there's about an element the of they not everybody. Of no. course, there's always an opposite to what I'm going to say. But people get paid enough so they can have their own houses. I imagine back then they didn't pay them the equivalent and st- and gave them a house as well. And you could always argue, oh, they're right by the factory. They're never going to be late, are they? 
So there's an element mm. of let's just have our workforce right by the factory. You know so what I mean? So they can this turn up into on some Stalinist plot, and I'm making it Not into at the all. lovely I'm Quakers. just saying you could you could look at that and go, hold on, there's you know, Method it sounds like a really good thing. But he's probably sitting there. I don't. I don't. This is another one. I haven't done the research. Mm. The dollar is important there, isn't it? In making that happen, you know, that has there has to be productivity and in industry in order to keep all just to keep the business we're back, going. Back to the altruism bit, you know. He's, I'm sure they still made money. Yeah, didn't they? They did not make money. And did they make more money? And were they more efficient because their staff lived right right next door? I don't know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You're just poking the bear. Yeah. You poked it first. That's all I hear whenever I speak to him about podcasts. God, he's getting cocky. Yeah. Uh, we touched on uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. Update. So eight years ago today mm-hmm. was, um, well, today when I wrote that. So eight, eight years ago, sometime this week, yeah. that person who, who bought two pizzas with their Bitcoins. Mm-hmm. If they hadn't have done that and they kept them, mm-hmm. uh, based on the rate that it was when we last talked about yeah. this, they they would have eighty two million dollars. Mm. I did the maths, I got my calculator out. I've noticed sometimes I say do the math, the Americanization, don't I? Yeah. Which I don't actually like, but I like saying it because it makes me edgy. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah, I've got a bit do of an up, I've got a bit of an update on the hot oh. water bottle. Didn't mention this. Can we, do you want to put it in the uh, the next section? Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to, I think this is going to be a standing feature. I just want to apologize for, I do, I do just sometimes come out with stuff with a confidence that it's right, but without the evidence. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes, so for example, this isn't an apology, but when I'm listening to podcasts and they get something wrong, Mm. I'm there shouting and going, how could you, I, I become hypercritical. It's almost like, oh, you're doing a podcast. You should be yeah. correct. Do they start off the sentence with, here's a fact for you? <laughs> fun fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah you I say, shouldn't call them fun facts. You, yeah, you say fun facts. So no one's going to be taking that as gospel, are they? Who's, here's fun. <laughs> <laughs> you put fun in it, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's not saying fake news. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, I just said, so for example, when I said the Dragon's Den 4, there's five of them, isn't there? I don't think anyone's I don't think worried about that. Maybe it's just I think it's probably, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, okay. You're probably no, I just think too some, hard on yourself. I think sometimes I just do come out with a bit too much bollocks. I maybe need to rein some of it. I don't know. No. No. I think, I think, I was gonna, I've got it here. I think you owe me an apology on the one touch rule and the coat. Also, when we're training it, I noticed your coat was on the floor. Mm-hmm. I think you've got a problem. Okay. <laughs> with hooks. I think you've got a hang- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think you've got a problem with where you put your coat. I tried to do something today because this is the first time we trained together so that you wouldn't notice. You know, when I'm lying and I grab the bar to do the bench press. Yeah. I normally take about a minute to get my hands. I noticed you were faffing around with your hands. No, that was like trying not to. Oh, right. You normally take, is it a thing? Oh, okay. Every like, time I do an exercise, it takes about a minute to get my hands in a place that my brain will be happy with. There's lots of those golfers who take about a minute. Yeah. To, you know, or tennis to, players who like <laughs> bounce 16 yeah. balls and then chuck them all away. They yeah. keep pulling their pants out their ass like Nadal. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I didn't know, but uh, yeah, okay. You were trying. That was the cut down version. You were really conscious that you had yeah. to crack on because I was there. And also, I just. Do you think I was just going to go, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> just lift it, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought I, you were just getting your position. Yeah, I thought you were just, you know, doing being a pro and getting no, your hands just, in no, a position. It's just Are you doing things in your head as well? Are you yeah, doing that? yeah. Sometimes counting and sometimes like, you know, the serrated edge on the bar. Yeah. Sometimes it has to feel completely okay. right. It is It is too much. I'm trying to reduce that. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, one touch rule. Yeah. 
I think the coat one was a really good example. You just went, no, it's just a bad example. There's a, there's better. Or my mine was better. It's like, and I think it's a really good one. Okay. So you're, you're coming back with me because you've decided your idea was better than mine. Is it based on... I thought you were going to say I, I've researched. I'm not saying it's better. I didn't say it's better. Than, why is everything else to be better than someone else's? God. But it's why okay, were you saying okay. it? Why were you saying... Well, I, I used the coat thing as an example of the one-touch rule. And you went, I think it's a bad example. Or mine was better. <laughs> Maybe that is just it. You've been competitive. Well, I think it was a really good example. Okay. I think it was as good as... Well, then you went, oh, here's an example. It's like opening the mail, something you never did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just genius. Okay, yeah. right. Um, no, but I think it was a really good thing. Okay. About putting something in the, you know, dealing with putting it where it should be at mm-hmm. that point in time, whether it's a big coat, whether it's mail, filing the mail, and doing that, that action. That, I, I totally agree with all that. Yeah. And that would be backed up by the person saying number 12 was a good. Oh, putting the keys on the, putting the, keys on on the, the hook. hook. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On to work life ballet. <laughs> so that was really loud in your ears, wasn't mm. it? You're right for time? You just. <laughs> It was like no. your heart or you just like, you're really no, no, late. No. You've got to be anywhere. I was just looking, thinking, we said we're going to be a little bit slicker. Yeah, well, I had, yeah, but mm. none of those bookmarks were working. There wasn't a lot of lols, was there? No. Can't force it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I've got essentials and non-essentials written here. Okay, water bottle. I think I quoted it was £10. I'm pretty certain when I went to... I don't think you said that. You okay. didn't say how much I, I had in my head it was £10. So I thought... I would look on the website to see what the description of the hot water bottle was because mm. I may have missed a trick. Oh, you mean you might have been given the water bottle a necessary stick? Well, not now. might be, I don't know, something trendy or it might mean something or it might relate to, okay. you know, the only way is Essex or, or something. Anyway. Bet it didn't. Okay, so I decided to read the description because I don't want to just criticise something out of hand. Far be it from brand. So it's for sale in Argos and Sainsbury's because Sainsbury's bought Argos. Yes, what? they did. Yeah. Again, that's like it's buying... It's a great move, isn't it? It's like buying blockbuster video stores. Mm. You should not buy Argos. They must have seen something in that, mustn't they, that we, no one else could see? No, I just think it was a bad thing. Okay, so what does it say? I went to Argos first just to see if they maybe had a different... And on Argos, it, the heading is happiness, not now, hot water bottle. I don't know what the happiness has got to do with it. Right. There was two reviews, mm-hmm. five out of five for design, so a hot water bottle, and right. five out of five for heat retention. <laughs> so right. So far, so good. This was from Thorpey, aged 25 to 34, from York, 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 UK. I don't know why there's three Yorks. Don't ask right, me. No. Okay. So good they named it three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite clever, Mark. Um, <laughs> he gave five for heat retention, five for design, no comment. And the second one is from Norm, 55 to 64, Kent. Yeah. Kent, UK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't beat that. Yeah. And he said, we bought the same kettle seven years ago and it lasted well until recently. So we decided to go for the same one. And so far I've had no problems. He's reviewing the wrong product. He's reviewing a kettle, but he's put it under the, the not wa- the, yeah. the not now water bottle. That's Norm from Kent. So those are the two reviews. Those right. are those are independently. Um, we can't take responsibility for anything they say, said Argos. Yeah. So I went to see what Argos, how did they sell this hot water bottle? What was their thrust? Okay. Picture the scene. When you're having a bad day and cannot wait to get home and cuddle up on the sofa, pick up this soft, fuzzy fur 
hot water bottle with the fitting slogan of not now. There is no punctuation in the whole of that sentence. That's by the by. I'm not going to get tired. So you've, you've put some... You've put some Soft, fuzzy fur and hot didn't have any commas. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah. I'm not... Sure. It says it all without you saying a word. So I think we're getting back to what yeah, we I think said. We what you the said. hot water bottle is there for... Piss off, leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. It's bright pink colour is perfect for the princess in you. Okay. Take that how you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who just needs a comfortable warming evening cuddled up. Right. Let me repeat that. This has been no, written. Please don't. <laughs> this has been written by someone whose job is to write. By a team of people. This yeah, has been a team. By a team. 50 it, people in a room writing this. It says this. it all without you saying a word. It's bright pink colour is perfect for the princess in you who just needs a comfortable warming evening cuddled up. Its large 1.5 litre capacity is great when you need a big warming cuddle. As opposed to a litre cuddle. Yeah. To prevent fire risk, please ensure this product is used in a clean microwave. Hold on a minute. Okay. Yes. Go on then. Who on earth puts a hot water bottle in the microwave? What the fuck does it matter whether it's clean or dirty? <laughs> Hold on, which bit are you concentrated on? No, no. Well, both of those things. To prevent fire risk. Okay, so to stop there being a fire... Please ensure this product is used in a clean microwave. Okay, right. Okay, with you. Because dirt, Rather than bits, dirty of, your ones <laughs> bits of your lasagna splash to the <laughs> root, you know what I mean, is going to cause... A tomato-based fire raging through. <laughs> the fire brigade called, do you need any help? <laughs> Not now! <laughs> awesome. Anyway. Hold eight, on, can we just... Okay, yeah. I'm going to bookmark that. Go on. Okay, you can go, you can go now, if you've got something to add. What? Who... Please don't tell me you've ever put a hot water bottle in a microwave. I don't know why you'd be putting it in there. Don't, but don't you put the kettle on? And fill the hot water bottle. From the kettle? I'm guessing, yeah. What the? But this is to prevent Please tell fire me risk. people don't put it in there. I don't know. Anyway, so Argos, £8. Right. Sainsbury's had the same description because... Mm-hmm. Exactly the same. Exactly the well, same. Well, that's not good for SEO. For the... Um, <laughs> For the princess in you. You shouldn't have duplicates. Sorry, for the what? You shouldn't have duplicate copy. Okay. It's bad for search engine optimization. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for losing half the listeners, just as I was getting <laughs> I funny. I think you'll find I might have gained some. <laughs> Not the ones we want. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, in Sainsbury's, £8 down to £6. Right. So I went to my local Sainsbury's. You bought one, didn't and you? And you can see the Argos. No, I didn't. Oh. You can see the Argos from the aisle <laughs> so you can oh, buy it's it. in the store yeah so you can buy it for six pounds or you can walk to argos and buy it for eight pounds <laughs> the choice is yours as you said in the last episode the world has gone mad putting it in a microwave so the argos is a con- essentially a concession store so going back to the essentials non-essentials oh, was that well linked thank you well linked. thank you we've got onto this right and your eyes have got big again we're either talking about crisps. Well, you're pointing a pen at me. I know. We're either talking about crisps or we're talking about we're all getting played. Yeah. I know I know the buttons now. <laughs> it's literally just, I've just... Okay. Bring me, some, bring me the controversy. <laughs> the things that everybody's talking about. So was the Argos originally in, the, in lockdown and lockdown stuff, was the Argos open or not? Because uh, it was The Argos should, was open. Has it been open throughout? But you can only book online, so it's in effect to click and collect. Right. which is interesting because if you think about it you go into an argos mm-hmm. you fill in the little form yeah nick the pen y- yeah <laughs> take the form to somebody yeah and they go and get you a parcel yeah okay because covid is rampant oh yeah this is how you stop covid mm-hmm. so instead of doing that you fill it in online yeah 
you go to the person yeah. who then does exactly the same, walks and gets you a parcel mm-hmm. and passes it to you. The thing is, there's less COVIDy fingers on pens, isn't there? You, everyone nicks the pens. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Puts them behind the ear. I have done it before. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So the essential, non-essential, mm-hmm. we had that discussion. The original thing, take a step back. The original thing was, when I was saying about not being able to get the raspberries, that you can only buy essentials. And that was based in what happened in Wales. Yeah. It was then, it wasn't said as a law, but it was said as a guideline that they didn't want supermarkets having non-essentials in the second lockdown because they didn't want to encourage people basically being in the shop as long as possible. Just go in, get your essentials and go go. back. But it wasn't a law. The guidance says what things could be sold. Mm. So a non-essential can be sold as long as it's, in effect, an inherent part of the store. Yeah. If it's a concession, mm-hmm. separate, with its own separate So like walls. your electri- electrical yeah. So if there's store. a little Curry's yeah. within a Sainsbury's, yeah. you can't go into it. If Curry's basically smash down their walls and just put all their <laughs> yeah. shelving to out the in Sainsbury's, you yeah. can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the whole essential, non-essential now is just a total red herring. As long as it's all in the same room, game on. Right? Game on, yeah. yeah. And so this is why it's happening in other stores now that are putting, and you mentioned the charity shop, other stores mm. are putting... Yeah, that got shut down. Yeah. It was a shelf with a couple of tins of beans on it and a couple of loaves of bread. If they'd gone to town on it a little bit more... Yeah, well, that leads us on to two related hap- stories. Yes. One is um, a friend mentioned on Facebook that someone was encouraging people to shop local and a local vape store um, was now selling toilet rolls and one or two other sundry items to get round this. person on Facebook was saying, yeah, rather than spending it all on Amazon, can you please come to your local store? I mean, there is a message there, I guess, that whether vaping should necessarily be advertised in during a pandemic where people's breathing isn't at its best, but that's Mm. by the by, it's Mm -hmm. legal. But they had done the same by putting in products Mm. to make it more... Um, than a vape store but the interesting one and this came in lockdown one and i hadn't even realized i went to marks and spencers Mm. went into the food store through the door yeah a security guard called me back and said you can't go through that door literally the door opened i'd walked in and i'm in this food store and he said you have to go through this door which was 50 yards away at the other end of the store right what it was what it's turned out to be is if you have to get through the rest of the store, this bit about it being integrated within Mm -hmm. the store, Mm -hmm. you can buy other things. So although this food store for Marks and Spencers was, could be seen as just a standalone store because it had an entrance and Mm. an exit, they made you walk through the whole store to get to the food, which now means in this current lockdown, you can buy anything you pass (laughs) because the food isn't seen as a concession. Although you could get into it without going to the rest of the store, the way the entrance and exit is Mm -hmm. sorted, you have to go through it, which basically means the whole of M&S is opened because it has some food, which isn't that much different to Mm -hmm. the vape shop or your charity shop. So we talked about this, didn't we? And we've kind of touched on the Magna Carta stuff, people quoting Freeman Law and trying to get their way around this. When I think you made a point to me, all they had to do, I think you probably got an example in a minute, all they had to do is look at the guidelines and just be a little bit creative. Yeah. Instead of having, what is it, 17,000 she's up to now, isn't she? The fine. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Standing at 17,000 because it, it you like, just You know, like you said, if, if your film sessions in there, did a promotional video and people trained whilst you're doing that, you could have got around it. Yeah. Correct. If you recorded a podcast in a gym, yes. you could have got around it, yes. etc. There's lots of things she could have done rather than just winding the police up. I mean, you probably didn't yeah. get into that, but there is there's certainly an element of that. Yeah. Obviously, we all feel for them because they've shut down, and they've lost their livelihoods. Mm. However, there's other people who've just got on with it, isn't there? And, and yeah. 
real life health and fitness it's a gym um north of england they just opened another one in oldham or just opening one and i'd sent some information to tyler who's the guy that owns the gym and set it up because he'd had quite a lot of police presence in the gym based i think on people basically grassing him up that there's people in the gym first time i think three people came and i said think the second time six police came i think mm. i mentioned the three coming before but he then had six yeah when we had this discussion there was we were sort of having both sides which is if the police come and want to have a quick look around the easiest thing to do is go fine you can have a quick look around yeah. what i was saying to you is that the principle of this is it's the same as the other gym that had 12 or 13 people coming up yeah it's that level firstly of of proportionality mm -hmm. six people wouldn't come to your house if you were robbed even yeah um, yeah, yeah and also and, and tyler videoed a lot of this and there was a sort of standoff because tyler was basically saying if you've got a warrant you can come in and look at what you want mm -hmm. he wasn't denying there was people in the gym mm -hmm. the irony of the whole situation that some of the people in the gym he employs a couple of nutritionists two or three nutritionists were actually doing online provision and that's why with they were there and i think one of the things i was saying about gyms is it's almost when i used to be a bookie the law was you could never see the inside of a betting shop right that was the law Nobody from the street was allowed to oh, see, see inside. Yeah. Yeah. So back in the day when you went past betting shops, they had all those plastic strips. When the door was open in the summer, right, they'd have okay. those plastic strips yeah, yeah. so people couldn't look in. And there is that bit around when I was a betting shop manager, my house insurance went up 50%. <laughs> and I rang someone up and went, I'm a retail manager. And he said, you're in the same bracket as circus performers, travelers and gypsies. <laughs> it was like, what? although I was working for like an international firm. And this is what the but point I'm making about Tyler's gym is that the police went there not in the way that they would go to an office block mm. where people are working because you can go in and run the business you can go in and do managerial duties yes. as yes. and this is what I and, sent and, through to Tyler you can do yeah. things like receive um parcels or you can yeah. do maintenance or cleaning and isn't it getting getting the business ready for when yes. you're back in business yeah. again and so, he was doing online provision. That's right, why the okay. people were there. Yeah. I think it's this... Because I guess police aren't just going gym to gym and knocking on the door going, hello, are you open? You know, why are you here? They're not. They're, people are grassing them up, but aren't if, they? Yeah, but then, then if people react that way... What I'm saying is if I'd rung the police in Bristol and said, I've just seen clerical medical insurance down the road and there's some people working in there mm -hmm. and i think they're not sanitizing their hands or they're not doing something is this a real reference no no no, okay. no, no. <laughs> what, what i'm saying is if i'd done a reputable firm and said sure. oh i've just i've just done a delivery there and they're not social distancing and yeah. they're sharing teacups and they're licking the the buttons on the lift <laughs> they wouldn't have said yeah. they, they wouldn't have <laughs> they wouldn't have sent six police but someone's rung up and said there's people working in that gym and mm -hmm. so they thought it was proportionate to send six mm -hmm. police mm -hmm. that's the point i'm making yeah. there's almost a stigma has already been attached yeah, now sure. to and in bristol there's um what i'm saying is i think the the response was due to the fact that it was a gym mm -hmm. and it was therefore okay to send a load of police round and basically go we're going to search the premises yeah and although Tyler knew that what he was doing was completely right, and ironically, some of the work he was doing was actually helping people in the community. Mm. And if the police had looked on his website, he could have seen the yeah, online provision. That's one person in front of her. It's a bit like the sort of Orwellian, or well, the animal farm. Mm -hmm. We're all equal, but some people are more equal than others. I haven't noticed that a lot of you know. Yeah. So did Tyler did Tyler do anything with your with the information? Did he 
Did you change anything? Or? What What happened on the, the video that Tyler put up was very much about him standing his ground and basically saying, I don't have anything to hide. And the mm-hmm. simplest thing in the world, you know, this was the undercurrent, the simplest thing in the world would just be to let you in. Yeah. yeah. But the six of you, you don't have a warrant. Yeah, yeah. You're coming into my premises. What, my, yeah. And the, the thing that did it for me is that one of the, the police was actually inside the gym, inside these double doors. And Tyler asked, I think it was a, a woman, to go back into the sort of hallway and then he'd have that discussion. And one of the coppers said, well, if she comes in, you'll slam the door and lock us out. And Tyler went, if you've got a warrant, you can smash my doors down if you want. And so it became confrontational when it needn't have been in the first place. It could have been, like you say, it could have been a phone call. Yeah. Is it right there's three or four people in your gym? Is it worth sending six police around? I'm sure they could be doing other things, so... We've kind of dodged sleep a little bit. We've kind of touched on weighted blankets. Yeah. Uh, hey, you still under the weighted blanket? Not right Yeah. Now. Are you? No. Good yeah, right? loving it. Loving okay, it. Cool. Yeah. And I guess we, we've, we've kind of said to each other, that if we did look at sleep, we'd like to kind of look, give it a slightly different angle. Yeah. If possible. Yeah. But I just had a quick look at sleep patterns. Okay. And the main reason for this is because I saw a post about good old Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Looking particularly hot. With his 10-pack. Oh, with his 10-pack. Yeah. And the guy's unbelievable. Yeah. But there's a little section on, I think it was um, oh, on Instagram where I saw it, and they talked about his sleep pattern. Oh, I, yes. Okay. Which I, I found I'm really... just suddenly waking up. You told me that, that you were going to talk about this. Yeah. And I thought, I don't know anything about it. And now I've just suddenly realized I've you... heard about bits oh, of yes. this. Okay. Yeah. Carry on. Um, Carry on. What am I like? Yes. I give you permission you... to speak. Thank you. Is that okay? <laughs> You've got three minutes. Because yeah. I know that there's some people who can do a good eight hours get up and fill up, fill a million dollars, right? Mm. I know there's some people who kind of maybe sleep four or five, then have a nap. I know there's people who nap at the drop of a hat, mm. but I mm. can't, I find that really difficult just to go, oh, I'm feeling a bit sleepy, I'm just going to go and have 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. It's not anything I've ever done. No. And I really have to work at it because it feels odd and back into habits and stuff. Even people who kind of feel sleepy when they're driving, they can pull over into the service station, bang, straight yeah. out, bang yeah. to If I could pull over and then fall asleep, as soon as I got it, I, I know I'd be groggy. You'd mm. have that kind of, you know, when you get back from a like really early morning flight on holiday yeah. and you go to bed, yeah. you wake up and you've literally no idea how, how many days you've slept. Yeah. It, it's still light out or it's dark, depending on what you get. Yeah, that's no, not a good it's feel. That, like, you don't want to be driving when you've just no. had that. So, But of course, the more you read about it, the more beneficial short naps are. Mm. I found these sleep patterns and um, I found a few, so I just thought I'd, yeah. I don't know whether you were aware Shoot. of it. When I hear, yeah. I'll be able to comment. <laughs> As usual. So the first one is uh, monophasic. Not heard. <laughs> which is probably <laughs> which is probably what me and thee do, which is a single six to eight hour sleep, usually at night. Correct. So when it goes dark, we go sleep. And when it gets light, we get up again. Guess what the next one's called? That one's called monophasic. Guess what? Poly, polyphasic. No, you're jumping ahead. But the okay. next one's biphasic sleep. All right. Often a five to six hour core sleep and then a one and a half hour nap. So basically two two naps together though huh together what do you mean together well do you have it would four... just be, it'd be, a, it'd be a mono basic sleep then wouldn't it if it was together you're what, listening what's, to the me. Gap, what's the gap between the two the I nap don't know. With... Ten, I, yeah i mean it's normally spread some, at some point during the day oh, so right. if you slept it's not typically it's your core sleep when everybody else sleeps are you night time bedtime and um and then, yeah, maybe a longer nap during the day, at some point during the day. Okay. The reason but I there's, ask, there's no there's, specific time. No, but there's a lot of, there's a number of people I know who are saying at the moment, 
they'll sleep till about five or five thirty. Yeah. And then maybe at six or quarter past six be able to get another hour. But it's Are they of, still in bed or have they got yeah, up? Yeah, they're still in bed. Mm. They, they know they want more sleep. Are they dozing? Are they getting up reading? What are they doing? Just various there's about three or four people this week I've spoken to. Some are doing meditation, so some are doing body scans. Okay. I guess are, it could be. Yeah. I mean it doesn't actually But it, it's too it's broken down into two yeah, it's kind of breaking up. There's all these charts as well. We can put the links up. Yeah, yeah, but in sure. a biphasic nap, you your short. If you had a short nap, this involves sleeping around six hours each night with a twenty minute nap in the middle of the day. But if you had a long nap, your main sleep would be about five hours each night with about one to one and a half hours nap in the middle of the day. Okay. So yeah, polyphasic cycle yeah. is a one to six hour period of rest complemented by several twenty minute naps mm-hmm. throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I mean several. I mean mm. all this is like. I'll go through them. But I, when I read all these, I just thought, I'd like to try these, but I'm not sure how practical any of that stuff is to build it build it into your day. When you've got mm-hmm. so used to, I sleep at night, I work during the day, and then I go yeah. to sleep again, yeah. to suddenly start going, no, I'm going to build naps into my, I'll build them into my diary at work so everyone knows I'm having a little snooze. Um, It'd be interesting if I could try and do that now. You continue well, talking, right and I'll now. just see if I can <laughs> get myself to sleep. Our <laughs> listeners are. <laughs> They're definitely polyphasic, I think, when they listen to this, right? Just drifting in and out of consciousness. Um, there's Dymaxion cycle, commonly yeah. consists of four 30-minute naps during the day. And then there's okay. a couple, which they're called Uberman and Everyman, which mm-hmm. I didn't think was very inclusive. No. So I'm going to call them Uberperson. So Uberperson is usually consists of six to eight 20-minute naps during the day. So generally total of two hours sleep during the day. Mm-hmm. The Everyperson commonly consists of four sleep sessions often a three to four hour core sleep followed by three naps throughout the day it's a lot of it's a, it's a lot of admin isn't it mm. sleep admin mm. so ronaldo sleep pattern so normally four to five 90 minute sleeps a day yeah and if you look like that and play football like that i think we should all give it a go yeah <laughs> of course he eats well and he works mm. out but mm. you know sleep is a big part of it so his sleep coach and he, this guy seems to be sleep coach to the stars. Yeah. It's called Nick Littlehales. And he wants his clients to aim for four to five 90-minute cycles uh, during the day. Um, and he says, just like people did before the invention of the light bulb. Before artificial lighting came along in the 1700s, we always slept shorter periods and more often. Shorter at night, midday and early evening with, a, with little short breaks. That is how we used to do it. So for everyone who wakes up at three in the morning, stop worrying about it. It's natural which I think I do a bit. I seem to kind of wake at three and five mm-hmm. and then you get up at like seven and it's like, yeah. you know. So get up at five like, and then make up the extra bit with a nap or two naps or three naps. Yeah. yeah. I guess there's siestas, isn't there, in, in Europe? And... Mm. But it is a hard thing to trial, isn't it? If you're just going to give it a go. You go, we got to, right, let's pick one, you know, maybe yeah. do the bike, maybe just go, right, I'll sleep slightly less and I'll and I'll book in a nap during during lunchtime. Because mm. I always find I get to kind of two, three o'clock I just hit, I seem to hit a wall every single day. So right. you could go, well, maybe that's your body going, you need to have a bit of a rest. Yeah, yeah. For someone who's kind of really conscious about when they're at their desk and when they're working, mm-hmm. the idea of that just feels feels like I'm just shirking. You know, I'd happily work into the evenings and I work weekends, you know, bits here and there. So I, it's not, it's not, I shouldn't really be worried about my hours. No. As such. I guess it's maybe. You know? But it's, it's that, I've it got into that. Is being selfish though? Yeah, I think it's got, I've yeah. got into that mind, well, lazy of, <laughs> You know, if anyone tries to get hold of me, I was having his nap, you know, I, that yeah, just feels yeah. really alien to me. But in terms of productivity and, and getting your head right, it sounds like everyone should be doing this. Nick Little Hells, Ronaldo's sleep coach, uh, created five tips to help people understand sleeping techniques. Mm-hmm. 
become aware of your chronotype. So he says, identify whether you are a morning or an evening person to prevent adopting routines that are counterproductive to your natural sleep patterns. Chronotypes determine whether you are morning or night active. Mm-hmm. I think a really important thing. I think people is. know, don't they? They may do when they think about it, but mm. they might not even you know know to stop to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Morning active, so early birds. These people typically go to sleep between nine and eleven p.m. and wake up naturally between five and seven a.m. They tend to love breakfast and work best in the mornings and have less daytime fatigue. Evening active, so night owls. This group typically go to sleep between twelve and three a.m. And wake up uh, around 9 to 11. These people tend to enjoy evenings, dinner and daytime napping. Mm-hmm. So the second one was identify your sleep-wake cycles. So Nick says, uh, an essential part of any sleep-wake cycle is to maintain a constant everyday wake time, ideally between 6 to 8 a.m. in harmony with the circadian clock. Circadian, I think. Okay. Uh, in harmony with the circadian clock. I might be wrong. <laughs> um, circadian um, cycles are things in your body. There's a whole number of... Yeah, that's right. Circadian uh, rhythm. That's right. It says, circadian rhythm is a natural internal process that regulates the sleep-wake cycle and repeats on each rotation of the earth, roughly every 24 hours. Number three, recovering cycles. Um, in clinical conditions, sleep is measured in 90-minute periods. So rather than sleeping in one block of eight hours, try to get try to target five cycles, seven and a half hours, or four cycles, six hours, every 24 hours. Mm-hmm. You can then take a 15, 20, 30 minute nap to take advantage of the two other natural recovery windows, midday between one to three and early evenings between five and seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone keeping up with this? <laughs> In any 24 hour period, you can create a sleep wake cycle plan, which can cope with ever changing schedules whilst allowing you to maintain sustainable recovery. Um, and the last one, you might like this, fuel up with cherries. Okay. Heard about cherries? No. Well, Great. I've heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh cherries are a great I've na- traveled. <laughs> man of the world. <laughs> Fresh cherries are a great natural addition to any diet as they contain potassium and magnesium, mm-hmm. which aid everyday physical recovery and anthocyanins. I can't say it, uh, which can help reduce inflammation, speed up muscle recovery after a workout. They also contain melatonin, a hormone that regulates the sleep wake cycle to help relax, calm, and prepare us for sleep. Yes, yeah. you, you you gun those anyway, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, magnesium does, especially. Does this bring you on to your supplement bit nicely or not? Um, it does bring me on to my supplement bit. I was just, just now off mic, you said, I don't think your vitamin D fits in there. I'm going to have to because I'm bursting at the seams with vitamin D. Um, <laughs> what knowledge? You're literally, you know, you're <laughs> popping it like... <laughs> I am popping it. I mean... Have you got enough to for every... You've probably got enough vitamin D in you for the whole country, haven't you? I have. I have. And I've got <laughs> packets and packets that I'm still willing to give out. If anyone wants it, I'll give them out. Um, it was just the news that um, today the government are mm. going to give free vitamin D to 2.5 million people. And it's taken them a while, isn't it? It's taken them a while, and they're still not going. It has anything to do with COVID. But my thought was... <laughs> it's like suddenly announcing masks, isn't it? And going, oh, that's weird. Why didn't we know that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's not about that. Well, we just, we just, it's yeah, we cold out. We by ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we want to keep your mouths warm. Um, the point I made on my Insta story today on sprint fitness one was <laughs> that's blatant <laughs> was if it's it's i tell you one of the things i've seen things on um pts and and people like jordan syatt and other good people on instagram who know their mm. stuff and people going oh what's a good supplement to take i'm a woman age 32 and he's going you're a human being first and foremost yeah. there are going to be sub- supplements that will be more relevant 
based on gender for certain things. But there are some things that it doesn't matter, young or old, man or woman, that you should be taking. Yes. And the, the point I'm going to say, I'm just going to mention a couple of the ones on the sleep. I don't take any of the. I do take magnesium, as you said. Yeah, I knew, gonna, I knew there was one of them. Yeah. yeah. So the vitamin D, the one thing I wanted to say about the vitamin D was when I put it on my Insta story about, this is all very well giving it to two and a half million people. But if you think about the logic, the government have said, we are going to give free supplements to vulnerable people. Mm -hmm. If those supplements help the immune system of vulnerable people, then what happens to the other 60 million and to all the children or to all people Mm -hmm. that are living in tower blocks that don't get the sunlight or the right things? It's almost saying these are very vulnerable there's other vulnerable people, <laughs> they can buy their own. Um, and I'm not saying the government should supply everybody with every supplement going. Yeah. But the interesting thing is there's there's around 500 admissions a year in the UK for rickets. Right. And so I looked, and, and vitamin D is essential for bone health and preventing rickets, and this is for, for younger children. This is going back, this, this is the most recent ones I could get. So this is two years ago. In the UK, the NHS had 285,000 admissions for the following conditions. Mm -hmm. Scurvy, vitamin D deficiency, gout, and rickets. They sound like oldie-worldie diseases. It's a Dickens novel, isn't it, (laughs) basically? Um, So these numbers are increasing. And I think it's that aspect for me that the government have come out and go, yeah, vitamin D is good, so we're going to give it to vulnerable people. No, it doesn't matter (laughs) who you are. It's going to be good for you. Mm -hmm. So so that was um, vitamin D does come into a bit in the sleep thing, but that isn't the thing I'm going to mention. I'm just going to mention four, I think. So the first one is actually a derivative of... um, a major omega-9 fatty acid that's found in olive oil. Um, It's called olimide. I think it's called olimide. Um, This is seen to be naturally associated with sleep and activates the same receptors as marijuana. And Mm. I'm just putting these these out. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'm doing it is they're coming from a website called examine.com. And examine.com looks at all the research that's available and comes out just with a clear, concise if anything is mentioned, don't go out and take it. You should speak mm. to a medical professional, but it's really We've done our bestest. We've done our best. <laughs> We're just telling you what it is. Yeah. And this is all available on the website. Mm-hmm. And so it isn't, you know, I'm not making stuff up. The second thing is something I've been hearing loads about at the moment called GABA, G-A-B-A. And it's a neurotransmitter mm. um, that acts as a downer. And it counters something called glutamate, which is an upper. Um, in brain activation so sort of yin yang association between the two Mm. it's really important in the brain and they've examined we're saying oral ingestion is is difficult but there is a lot of information about GABA being something that could help with sleep right um the third one is one called valerin v-a-l-e-r-i-a-n this is a herbal tea and supplement commonly used for its sedative and anxiety reducing effects Mm -hmm. fourth one is melatonin which you mentioned i think um that's a hormone secreted in the brain that regulates sleep yeah and is highly sensitive to light therapy and dark therapy take it orally it's non-addictive so melatonin definitely needs a look Mm -hmm. and the dark therapy is the gradual process of eliminating light sources closer to sleep Mm -hmm. and as you mentioned earlier swapping blue or fluorescent light sources Mm -hmm. for dim red or pink sources and they're saying about Orange-tinted sunglasses mm. may be used, so it's mm. a therapy based on mm. your surrounding light, the ambient light. Yeah. And again, it's worth a read about dark therapy mm. and light therapy. 
So yeah, I'm just putting those out there. Really, mm. there isn't. They don't come in with recommendations, mm. but I really trust Examine. And yeah. It's just things that that you don't hear every day. I have a couple of mailbag items. Me too. Do you? Just before we dig in, yeah, I'm just. I haven't got any uppers here, but I'm just going to lift this a bit. I think the fact we worked so hard in the gym before this <laughs> Are you session, feeling it? I'm not feeling it. I'm feeling full of life, but I'm just thinking the humour, the spark, the je ne sais quoi that, that people come to us for <laughs> and demand has been missing so far. So this end section is going to be comedy gold, literary gold. <laughs> We're just going to... It's just been a very different episode, isn't it? it? Yeah. It's going to be packed full of fun facts. So those of uh, those of you who follow us on Instagram, and if you don't do, because yeah. it's it's good, it's our playground, isn't it? It's where we all hang out. Well, it's yours because I don't interfere. Because yeah, you know, you've got it on your phone now. Yeah, but I wouldn't dare touch something. My you f- right? No, no. You were worried about that, aren't you? Yeah, is I think there's a liability well. having you up there. <laughs> you kind of not not that you drink, but you just kind of have a crazy kind of blah, blah, blah moment and just post something. I almost think and, like um, you're like a teacher at school and you wouldn't go and, yeah, the teacher does the marking. <laughs> um, you send me some things to put up, which is cool. You send yeah. me some pictures. Um, so for those who were on Instagram and have seen, we were talking about Longhorn Crisps mm-hmm. in whatever it was. Yeah. And also hanging keys up on a hook. Mm-hmm. And um, one of our keen listeners, David, sent us a nice picture yeah. of his yeah. Longhorns uh, above his keys his hook and his keys and he also went into a shop he's down in Cornwall and he went into a shop and he rang me up uh, yesterday laughing his ass off <laughs> and that he'd just seen some signs funny signs and he was thinking of us and yeah. thinking about the last podcast and he sent them through you said not now David <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to do what you normally do okay and show me so I'm going to show you and you can describe okay okay cool <sighs> okay <laughs> go on okay so Bright yellow. Yeah. It's got a few cartoon bees on. Got no problem with those. Yeah. A hive, a poorly drawn hive. Yeah. And then it says house swarming. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? He put under that one, this is so shit. Next one. (sighs) So it's a comedy rhinoceros. Yeah. With a bottle of wine. Yeah. It, It couldn't possibly even hold a bottle of wine like that. Well, because it doesn't have a posable thumbs. Exactly. (laughs) And then another bottle of wine, and it says winos. W-H-I-N-O-S. Yeah. Mega, innit? What? What? Right, go on. You've got two more. This one is probably the worst one. Simples. So, (laughs) it's a meerkat holding just a splodge of ink, which is meant to be beer. Yeah. And it says beer cat. Beer cat, yeah. What? Where would you put these? It's going to play on words, isn't it? <laughs> it? Isn't it? It sounds like meerkat, but it's beer. But ah, oh, this is. I actually love this one, and I think I might get it. Text me, mum, and ask her to go and buy it for me. <laughs> it looks like a condom on a bike. Oh, does it? Have a look. It does actually. <laughs> I'll put these on Insta. Yeah, don't look at the other ones. This is. It's a condom with. It's not a condom. It looks like a condom sucking a toilet roll. <laughs> or it could be a bean with a water bottle. Yeah. And it says bean cycling. Yeah. B-E-A-N. It's a, it's a like a, a runner bean on a bike. Mm. 
good, isn't it? Run, runner bean would have been funnier. Runner bean cycling. No, just runner and then a bean in athletics gear. All right, just because you're an athlete. Mm. Anyway, I like those. I thought they were good. Mm. Listener contributions. Good, right? Go on, show me yours. What you got? I've got big shout out to Adam. Mention Adam a lot. He's been a bit quiet, but he's come back. And I showed you the video. Has he come Starbucks. back from? Has he been anywhere? Just been quiet. All right. He brought me a gift. Did he? Hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know what they're called. Did you know that um, Elon Musk was the second richest man in the world? Yeah, now? this week. He makes it? about eight cars and he's the second richest man. He's he made about eight cars. What are you on about? He's not a big car producer. Eh? No. Tesla? Yeah. Do you mean they're not? I'm still sure they've made more than eight. I was being pedantic and mm, I wrong. Weren't you now? Come on. He hasn't made lots. It's more than eight. I accept it's more than eight. No, he, he this is only invalid. This is only... It's only stock market. Yeah, isn't he hasn't it? got it in his pocket. <laughs> he can't pay his staff <laughs> it's properly. It's off. So he sent a very funny. Where's video. that Mark been for the last hour? He's here now. He's back with a vengeance. Um, so he sent a very funny video about how Starbucks got their logo. It is. Yeah, it'd be good if we could load that up. We will have oh, to. Put it, we'll put it somewhere with a warning. Really? Well, it has mermaid porn in, doesn't it? It has reference to mermaid porn, yeah. but I don't think mermaid porn is it. Oh, it is a thing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. You want to see the dolphins, they love it. Fishy business. <laughs> um, and he's also sent something here, which is called the Dutch Reach. You'll love this. I haven't even shown you this before. Dutch Reach Project, a site to promote the Dutch far hand habit to avoid dooring cyclists or drivers or passengers from stepping into oncoming traffic. Right. Go on. I, I, it, there's a lot exactly of words what... in there. I, 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 I'm not actually sure what that is. I heard cycling and, and Dutch and... So it's, it's exactly as you were saying, to open the door so that you turn round whereas you open the door. It's I an actual, it's called Dutch Reach. There's an actual Dutch website Reach? and everything okay, about sorry. it. It just sounded like another sexual activity. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was interesting. We could put the links for that because it was something you were saying about yeah, yeah, that avoiding good. getting hit by a, a, okay, great. a car door. This isn't relevant to anything. If you... <laughs> it's about time we had some of this. Okay. Salvador Dali had a pet ocelot. I'm just chucking that in. I said that surely. What a brilliant sentence. That, seriously. Yeah. And it's true. Just the, the words, just the, the language. Salvador Dali had a pet ocelot. Ocelot. How do you spell ocelot? O-C-E-L-O-T. Oh, yeah, yeah. So It's um, cute, isn't it? It's like a little I mean, big it's like a little big cat. I mean, that's a beautiful cat. Yeah. But you're right. I think you said it was how fitting for Salvador Dali. Yeah. That's it. Finally, <laughs> for this episode, well done for getting this far. And thanks for listening. All links and references will be in our show notes. Please make sure you subscribe to us via your favorite podcasting app. And if you're enjoying this pod, then please do spread the word. Tell a friend, family member, nemesis, stop doing that with your pen, or whoever you feel would benefit <laughs> from having us in their ears. Follow us on Instagram at I'm Finecast and send your emails to us at I'm Finecast at gmail.com. In the next episode, it's going to be our music episode. Yeah. And you have to finish your top 100 by next week. Okay. Unless we do it now. What? The episode. No. Because we're on good form. No. <laughs> no, you've just woken up. <laughs> yeah. it's like, no, we're not. Okay. Um, no, because I haven't prepared it. No. All right. So we're not. Um, but in the next episode, we're going to talk about music. Yeah, I have to get your top 100 sorted. Is it a music special? Might well be. Mm. The, be it'll be very meatily music. It won't be self-indulgent, will it? I hope not. No. Okay. Anyway. That's it. We'll see you in the next episode. Yeah. See Bye. you later. Bye.